Welcome to Truly Fit. Welcome to the Truly Fit Podcast, where we interview experts in fitness and health to expand our wisdom and wealth. I am your host, Steve Washuda, co-founder of Truly Fit and author of Fitness Business 101. On Thursdays, it's just me doing a short, somewhere between 5 and 15 minutes, me either expanding on a topic that I briefly touched on with a previous guest or an upcoming guest that I wanted to elaborate on, or something trending in the health and fitness and medical community, whether that's trending on social media or just sort of in the ether has been talked about a lot. And Camille Walker and I had spoken about managing life and being a busy entrepreneur and a parent or a mother or a father and how to kind of manage all of these different things. And we talked about how, you know, leisure also comes into this from a psychological perspective. We have to have leisure activities. But, you know, I, uh, you know, her podcast has the term CEO in it. And it thought it brought back memories of me uh, in writing my book. The last chapter was a motivational chapter called The CEO of You Be Relentless. Because, you know, another part of, uh, you know, understanding how to be successful in your career, full in your career is that, you know, putting more effort and more time in does net you a benefit, a positive benefit, and not just going through the motions and thinking things are going to work out. Now, at the same time, you don't want to push things to the extreme and burn out, but putting more effort in is ultimately going to help you, provided you're putting the effort into the right places in business. But uh, it's not always effort as far as a, a measurable effort. It's not just time. Sometimes it's things like caring for your clients or caring about your business. That's what I mean by effort. So I'm going to read the chapter here, the last chapter of my book called The CEO of You, Be Relentless. It starts off with a quote, the amateur believes he must first overcome his fear, then he can do his work. The professional knows that fear can never be overcome. Stephen Pressfield, The War of Art. Think honestly about the time you wake up in the morning, the effort you make to be a good employee and the seriousness you tackle tasks day after day, and then ponder this. Would you hire yourself? Maybe at your current position you wouldn't because it's just a quote-unquote job, and not your ideal career. Moving forward, however, do you think you'd be the ideal employee? Do you know that working 10% more in any industry has proven to give you a 40% pay increase? Understand that work-to-pay percentage is nonlinear. You can outwork people and earn a lot of money. This doesn't simply come from putting your nose to the grind, however. You need the perfect concoction of genuine reciprocity and internal drive waking up each morning and understanding that you are the CEO of you. Would you want your personal trainer to be half asleep or hungover from the night before? Clients are paying you good money and choosing you as their expert FIT, which stands for Fitness Industry Teacher. We set examples for our clients, both in health and habits. If you aren't eating, sleeping, and treating your body with the proper care, how can you expect them to? Or for that matter, how could you expect them to take you seriously? We all have bad nights or even weeks, but in this gig, remember that being authentic should be secondary to being professional. Professional. If your surgeon had a fight with his wife the night before and had been feeling a bit run down, do you want him to tell you, hey, just to let you know, Johnny, I'm going to do this spinal fusion today, but I really wish I was home relaxing? No. Your class or your client are paying for your time, your expertise, and your fully devoted attention and energy. You have to come to work prepared every day, physically and psychologically. If you have an 8 a.m. appointment, you should be up at 6.55, mentally preparing yourself. You need to be just as attentive for your first client as your last. Not only is it a safety issue if you aren't on top of your game, but it's a disaster for long-term business success. Manic personality is not a trait that will help you as a fitness industry teacher. You need to be cool, calm, collected at all times. Stephen Pressfield, author of War of Art, talks about resistance and describes it as a 
quote, peripheral opponent from within. It is self-generated and self-perpetuated, end quote. Seth Godin, like intellectual who has dozens of bestsellers, refers to it as, quote, backward compass of the lizard brain, end quote. And the vast majority of what we do comes from the subconscious and only after the fact do we make up excuses or reasons why we actually do something. Acknowledging that will help you come to grips that you did not inherit some specialized internal struggle gene that is personalized to you, but rather that we all deal with this. There's no denying that it's tough to get out of bed at 5 a.m. and that it's hard to find time to design workouts or prepare a choreographed class. Every job comes with its difficulties, but know that your shortcuts will hinder your long-term success as a fit, a fitness industry teacher. Prepare yourself to shadow, make mistakes, and earn your way to the top through pushing past that resistance. Routines will guide you into your success. Having a set routine that you don't skip out on trains your mind and body to set the habit's performance. Starting and keeping a routine is imperative. The phrase, busy people get more done, or make the bed each morning, are simply cliches, but put you in that mindset of being task-oriented in a timely manner. Set a routine. Wake up at the same time. Make sure you are fully alert and attentive. Review your schedule for the day. Bring materials that pertain to any particular special class or client. Leave breaks to contact people if need be in between. Check on all equipment and audio before your class or client. Have food on hand to avoid being hangry. And most importantly, leave your psychological baggage at home. The people who have seemed to not have this internal resistance or these struggles have simply learned through training to deal with obstacles like fear. It could also be done by you. By forcing yourself day to day to keep that upfront and consciousness, this will allow you to put a plan in place that allows your strategic making decisions to override your emotional drivers. You are going to be put in situations that you don't feel comfortable with in any profession, especially as a fitness industry teacher. Maybe it's teaching a particular demographic that you've never worked with or training someone for a sport you were unfamiliar with. These are things you should not only sh not shy away from, but run. You'll make mistakes but you'll be a better fitness industry teacher in the long term. These are just marbles being added to our career jar. There are no positive or negative marbles. The goal is to fill that mason jar, and every experience surrounding the profession helps us do that with a new marble, a new experience. If you're prepared using the tools and techniques that I discussed throughout my whole book, you should be confident enough to handle the curveballs, and you'll be comforted by knowing you will swing and miss occasionally. We all do. But a good fit fitness industry teacher will always continue to learn and grow. I send thank you cards to my clients once a year, and in that card, I ask them to reevaluate their goals, as well as request they send me feedback on anything I can do better. It's important to be both hyper-confident in your ability and passion to help people, while also focusing on the reciprocity and the relationship. Your clients will become your friends, and you will learn as much from them as they do from you. Like any other career, and potentially more so, there will be times, maybe weekly, or even daily, where you feel drained and unmotivated. There will be instances when it feels like a job rather than the selfless educational lesson it's supposed to feel like. In each day of work, you will likely play the role of therapist, scientific researcher, nutritional advisor, news correspondent, restaurant critic, couples counselor, oh yeah, get ready for the dirt, friend, and fitness guru. You will often be emotionally drained to the extent you will feel as if you work 12 hours after just working six. But it's all worth it if you've helped even one of those six clients change their outlook on the day. I typically work 10-hour days because I love it. However, there are some days I cannot wait to go on the home and sit on the couch and binge Amazon or Hulu or Netflix, provided too many of my friends aren't signed into my account. What almost always happens in one of my last two sessions of really difficult days, a client who is truly in need comes in and during the update phase, spill the beans about their horrible week, which is way worse than mine. 
for example, my husband is back in the hospital for the third time in two weeks. He has C. diff after having kidney stones and his gallbladder removed. I'm looking forward to exercises and working out with you. I've been looking forward to what do you have planned for us today? I swear, this is not only an exact story, but it happens to me seemingly on a regular basis. During this update phase, I've had mothers confide in me about recently lost children in pregnancy or finding out about their child's brain malformation needing surgery. I've had people tell me they are moving because of financial issues. I've had people recovering from near-death car accidents work their way back to full health and credit our sessions as one of their main motivational factors. I've had hyper-successful millionaires tell me their therapist and medications don't hold a candle to working out in a one-on-one -on -one session with me. And these stories reinvigorate my passion to be a fitness industry teacher, knowing that a person has chosen to spend an hour paying me with all that is going on in their lives. Life is tough, but we are all dealing with personal struggles. It's not simply a part of your job, but rather your career's emphasis as a fitness industry teacher to be ready, willing, eager to not only listen, but console your clients, not only listen, but console your clients and give them such a fantastic workout, coaching session, or class that for at least one hour, their burdens and stress are liberated. The same instinctual, selfless act that you would perform for, let's say, a best friend without hesitation should be embedded into your fitness business endeavors. Ultimately, you'll only be successful in this business if your clients want to spend time with you. You have to create an environment that is positive while simultaneously providing value as an expert in your field. If you focus on simply teaching people, learning from people, and booking sessions because you do not want to let them down, people who need their exercises therapy, which they do, you will fill your schedule. You will build a unique friendship with your clients that allows you to not even really talk about the, the process of financial transaction. Yes, giving you the money. It will never be discussed. People are intuitively attracted to others who have altruistic ideals and positive energy. They are willing to pay a small ransom if they are excited to both go into and leave your session knowing they will be in a better mood. The journey in getting to know your client should be one in which you enjoy as much as helping them with whatever physical needs are necessary to address. In fact, helping them with their physical goals is sometimes only possible by first making sure they are in a healthy place psychologically. Regardless of the fitness medium, yoga, physical therapy, boot camps, Pilates, speed training, you have to get to know your clients on some level or you will fail. Everyone I have worked with to this day I consider a friend. Clients will come to you because of your passion, your willingness, your knowledge, and your relentless pursuit of doing the right thing session after session, day after day, like you would for your best friends. I wish you all the luck in the universe. Go fill that mason jar. This has been an episode of the Truly Fit Podcast. Thanks for joining us on the Truly Fit Podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review on your listening platform, and feel free to email us. We'd love to hear from you. Social at trulyfit.app. Thanks again.